Mood.tv Welcome back, guys and go- goyles and how do you do that, guys and ghouls? <laughs> how do you, like the Halloween introduction, you know, they go, welcome back, ghouls and goyles. What is the other word? <laughs> <laughs> What's the other word? Boys and ghouls. Is it boys and ghouls? Ghoulies and g- <laughs> I have no idea what that word is. G- Gophers. <laughs> it's a. Is it? Are they both G's? I don't know. I've never done it. I think it's boys and ghouls. I think <laughs> it's really worth figuring out. But whatever, we're already way past that. Way past it. That's right. Welcome back, everybody, to let me ask you a question. The podcast. Uh, I'm here, flying solo together with EJ Five Thousand. Hi there, Tony. How you doing today? I'm real good. I'm real good. And we, w- the Gregor man is not here, as you have probably noticed already. He's tending to Family Matters. Did I do that? Was that Family Matters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Urkel? That's right. That was Urkel. Yeah. Anyways, so I got a little question. I got a question du jour. And uh, it goes a little something like this. How much... And you can go back historically, too. It doesn't have to be right now. But I'd be curious about now, too, if you can figure out how to talk about it. How much do you want someone to know about you by how you dress? Hmm. And what do you want them to know? And if you want to go back to a time when you dress in a more particular way or something to talk about it, I'd be interested in hearing that, too. I think that I tend to dress for people not to think things about me, a.k.a. I don't wear certain things so that people think certain things about like a me. a nipple ring? I, I do have that. Do you ever wear shirts that it pokes, it like, not through? <laughs> you never, you don't have any shirts where you can, like, put it on the outlet. Like, you can, like, cinch it down. Well, see, every time I buy a new shirt, the first thing I do is I, I take the nipple part <laughs> and I cut it right off. <laughs> You could do that, right? You could do that. You could do. Oh, you don't go to. You don't have like an office job at all. Not no. Yeah, currently I'm fully remote. <laughs> so if I have clothes on at all, it's a miracle. Do you get in trouble? I wonder if you get in trouble in an office scenario for wearing a shirt in which the nipples are cut out. <laughs> I would think so. I would think it would be against the dress code. <laughs> but you're wearing a dress shirt and a tie. I wonder if there is nipple specific. Yeah. You're like, hey, it, the shirt covers my nipple. It just happens to be cut out around the nipple. Like, Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, you're meeting the dress code. You you looked through it. Right. You said, I read all the bylines, and I saw nothing about carving out nipple holes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, uh, if you get in trouble for that. You probably do, because they're all pigs. <laughs> <laughs> free the nip. Yeah, free the nip. So anyways, all right, going back to it. So... And I'm sure this is, like, completely uh, insane, the way that I think about this. But, like, the things I wear, I try not to wear certain things because they kind of have, have like, associations with them, right? So there's different types of people, right? And there's hipsters and rockers and preppies and yoga girls and yada, yada, yada. So at a certain point, I liked 
just doing the simple quote unquote dressing for comfort. And then also you avoid a lot of other things. So like I like wearing Levi's. I like the 514s. They're the low rise jeans because I got a little muffin top anyway. So I like them to sit a little bit lower so I don't have to feel bad about that. So it can hang over? Well, no, because if they were where they were supposed to be, then it would hang over. Oh, it sits so low. Do you? <laughs> is, so it just kind of scoots that that is pubic hair out. How low? Uh, no, I don't think I'm pubic hair. It's it's not like it's not like showing dong or nothing, but it certainly sits apart like where I feel like my waist actually is, and my muffin top is above where I feel like my waist is. So I'm not. I see. All right. So the muffin top. So there's comfort. You could there. get high waisted pants and keep the muffin top snug. I know I could do that, and then you don't even look like you have a muffin top. Exactly. So yeah. instead, you opt to expose the muffin top entirely. Let it go. Have that comfort. Yeah, you free the muffin top. Yeah. And then just a plain t-shirt. I try to stay away from like branded t-shirts, but if there's like a silly t-shirt, I'll wear it, or a graphic t-shirt. Unless it's, you're already saying something with that T, and so like I'm not trying to say anything when I'm walking around, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to like wear shirt and pants. I don't like wearing white because I'm chubby, and then I feel like white just is very unforgiving. Like, lots of blacks, greens, and blues. Because white, you get a lot of shadows going on. You don't want too many shadows when you're feeling fat. No. No, yeah. And you get, like, if you if you sweat, again, related to the fat part, it sticks, and then it's, like, super revealing. Oh, yeah. So the, the, bl- the dark clothes don't do that. How fast do you get and, pit stains uh, when you're wearing a white t-shirt? Like, how many wears until you got pit stains? You know, I don't even know. I don't even have like I think I might have a white t-shirt and I don't wear it often enough that it gets pit stains. Oh yeah. I don't have I have hardly any either. I don't really find myself I mean, I'm also a tubby gentleman, so I don't I don't find myself just walking around in a white t-shirt. You got to be James Dean to be walking around in a white t-shirt. Yeah. So that's saying something too. Like if you're wearing a white t-shirt, then I know that you're like probably as a guy like work out or give no fucks, one of the two. Yeah. I can see if you give no fucks because it's a white t-shirt. It's revealing. I'll know immediately what's going on. Although, you know what's weird about the white t-shirt? Because I feel like what you're talking about is how every every article of clothing that you can wear is always going to have some signification more than itself. Like it's it's related to some other thing in a chain of signification where you start relating it to like different groups or different memories or different ways that you've created it in your mind. Right. Sure. And that you share culturally because other people think the same thing. Yeah. But with a white t-shirt, it's interesting because when I look at a white t-shirt, like a dude wearing a white t-shirt, right? Like I always think to myself, whether it's right or not, that's a handyman. Okay. But it's funny though, because a handyman should never be wearing a white t-shirt. You're going to immediately know there's a stain on that t-shirt. Like, or maybe the point is to collect the stains on a blank canvas as part of your pride. Yeah, I was wondering the same where it's like, you know, doctors always wear white and stuff, and it's not, I mean, part of it is magic. <laughs> I want to go to a GP's, my GP, and have them just cut, like, the white, but it's just covered in blood because they want to know, they want you to know they're working hard, you know? Well, that's the thing, like, you know to clean it because you can see to clean it. So, like, if they have to change, they can see it really easily, you know? it's It, it lets everyone know that they're clean, but also, again, there's a little bit of that, that magic going on. Like, they could certainly wear a darker color, but then... You know, the villains always wear black and the good guys always wear white when it comes to movies and all that stuff. So I think a little bit of that is going on with that whole look, too. Yeah, it gives them they're a little bit more angelic. They got a more angelic vibe. It's not so much about the cleanness, although, I mean, I wonder if a doctor gets like shit all over their white coat. 
is that a point of pride? Like when they go into the next room, like, look at me. Like I've been, I've been working on a blood festival all day. Now I'm here to help you. Aren't I nice? (laughs) I think we need if they had like, uh, they framed their favorite ones. It's like these weird bloody Rorschach looking, uh, (laughs) Jackson Pollock type. Yeah. That's their ink blots. Yeah. And they could, they look at it and they could see like some kind of narrative in it about their day. Are you entitled to some of that money if it's your blood? Yeah. Yeah, I made the squirt. Yeah. You popped my pussy vestule. <laughs> I'm entitled to some of that money, too. <laughs> would you trust a doctor in a totally filthy white coat? Like, would you? they be more trustworthy or less trustworthy? I think less. You'd be like, "What's <laughs> this guy can't even wear a clean coat. But wouldn't it be like, they're really helping people? I know what you're saying, but I don't think it would. You know, I think you'd, you'd want them to be clean. Yeah, nobody's thinking that. You want that coat to be nice and clean. And I certainly don't want him wearing a greasy (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah, so I tried to like just simplify too because I feel like, like you're saying, people that seem to dress that way usually have something to say a lot of the times. You know, when people who are consciously not putting a lot out there with their clothes often can have a good conversation, not all the time, of course. And that's not to say that people who dress up really nice or very planned don't have something to say or can't communicate but at my point in my life, don't feel like I need to communicate anything else but that, that with my appearance, just like I'm keeping it simple, trying to keep it comfortable and make sure my pants fit correctly. They're not too tight. They're not too loose. You know, I don't wear, I wear stuff that kind of fits my body, but it's still loose enough that I'm comfortable. <laughs> when you try clothes on, do you ask the people that work there how they look on you? I never try clothes on. You just go in and buy I mean, the last, the only time I'll ever buy, uh, try stuff on is like, you have to buy like wedding clothes or something like that. Something that I don't have to wear ever, you know, like I will get a medium t-shirt because that fits and I will get size pants that fit me and that's it. I'm good. I get the same brand. They're going to fit the same way. I get the same make and model and number. So there's like no issue there. For dress stuff. For dress stuff. No, you're talking about, you're talking about like your regular stuff. That's what I'm saying. I don't try that on. And then for like the dress stuff, if I did, I'd never ask for opinion. I look in the mirror, I feel uncomfortable and then I leave. And then that's that. It doesn't even matter what, what you put on. As long as like you can get in there, you'll buy it. As far as dress clothes. Yeah. No. As far as clothes, clothes. I'm just getting t-shirts and jeans. Like, again, it's like I already, I I, Levi's 514s, (laughs) 32 waist. (laughs) That's the same. Yeah. Like if the color is different, it's not going to like look or feel. Oh, I thought I was going to really like the dark blue, but uh, I should have tried them on before I got home. It's like, Would you ever consider doing the Pee Wee Herman or the Steve Jobs thing? Like you never wear anything. besides. You say we are the, literally the same thing every day. Oh, yeah, I would. I would, too. All right, let's take a little break. We'll talk about that in a second.
I had my druthers, I might wear the same the same shit every day. There's a world I could see a world in which I wore the very same things every day. This very same outfit every day. But even that might be too much though. Cause, all right, here's my problem. This is my hang up. And I'm very much in the same boat as you of like I don't want my I don't really don't want my clothes to say I don't want them to do the talking. Yeah. I don't want my clothes talking for me. But of course they are going to talk for you. Because everything has some kind of signification. So it's already, you're already fucked. Yeah. It's already a bit of a losing battle. But I want them to, I want them to like mumble. You know, I don't want them to scream anything. I want them to talk very quietly. But my reason though for that is because it's the same reason I never got a tattoo. It's, I don't think, I'm not confident in knowing like objectively what I am and and if you're hmm. going to wear clothes that are like really niche and really specific you're willing to say I really know me but I just I don't know me that well like I don't know what that is like I, I think any any push into a really niche specific direction would already feel wrong it would feel like it's not totally me hmm yeah that makes sense so yeah I, I, yeah, that's my reasoning. I, just, I think I would just be stressed out. Like, that's like claiming that you know yourself so well. Like, kind of blows my mind. I I don't know if I'm envious. I don't know if it's envy or 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 pity. Like, I really don't. Like, when I see people that really do that, I'm like, listen, it's it's envy if they're really truly happy. But there's something about me that's always like, it seems almost like like a like a, a weird power play or something. Like to. To show the world, like, how well you know yourself. But, like, I don't think anybody knows themselves that well, actually. I don't think. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, you're just, maybe you're just trying it out. Trying to see how you feel or try to embody what that look is supposed to mean. You know, like, putting on a leather jacket or high heels or whatever it is. You know, maybe that's just something that you want to imbue and feel like you should wearing those clothes. And there's nothing wrong with that. Totally. Yeah, I mean, if it makes you feel good, uh, you know, I think that's great, and I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna poo-poo that at all. I just, uh, I just don't know that I can make a wager on myself to to really endorse a specific style. I don't think. I don't know. It, well, it's so funny too how much the style in the last hundred years has really dictated these different scenes, uh, like or different tribes, if you will. Where like, you know, back in the day, it was like you had an outfit. And you wore it, and it just happened to be what everybody else had, because that's what you could afford. You know, you didn't have your going-out clothes, or maybe you did have a going-out outfit, but it was, like, the same cut as everybody else. And then now it is so much of your identity. It can be. And you can have different identities through changing your parents. Like, go to work, you're wearing your suit and tie, and maybe you don't feel comfortable in a suit and a tie, but you rock it, and then you go to the gym, and now you're wearing what are gym clothes, quote-unquote, and then you go to a show, whatever kind of show that is, and you dress like that, and then... yep. You know, totally. and, and those are all looks that define the character of a person in those moments uh, for whatever whatever that's worth, uh, which is interesting, too. Yeah, I mean, and that's how, like, we're never actually going to escape this because, like, exactly like what you said. It's like when we're doing any of these things, because we don't want our clothes to say too much, we we do have to kind of 
narrow ourselves to be well within the confines of like the particular slice of time that we live in. So like in our time, when you go to the gym, you wear gym shorts and you wear like particular kinds of sneakers and T-shirts. And like, yes, it all seems very practical, but there is this other side of it, too, that it's like that's just what you do. Yeah. Which, of course, like that's bullshit. You know, like that is just decided for us by the particular historiographical slice of time that we live in. Uh, so you can never really escape it. But what's interesting about what you were talking about is like, if you go back in time to when people kind of all were wearing things that looked like exactly the same, I wonder if there was more room to have like your own fleshed out personality, like your own you a little bit more instead of the focus being on creating some kind of an identity through commodities. Or did people like have a strut? Did they intentionally walk a different way? Right, or, like, exactly. Or, you know, whatever it may be. Did they did they have to peacock in their own way in a different way? Exactly. Yeah. Did they have to kind of create more of a personality out of nothing? Like at, not out of the commodities, not out of the clothes they were wearing. Like they had to do exactly like you're saying. Like there's there's this type of person that walks this particular way. And you know more about that person just based on their their own conscious decisions that need no thing nothing in the outside world that's kind of fun i think i'm interested in that yeah yeah we should become communists isn't that what they do that's like north korea you get like the five haircuts it's true maybe they're all full of personality <laughs> <laughs> i guess probably not i guess that personality is fear because at the same time though i guess it doesn't really jive or it gets hard when you have, you know, a dictator saying you have to be this way. Then then it's a little bit maybe more tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't I know, I've never lived over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say. But in retrospect, I don't know, maybe that's not such a good idea then. No, I think it has more to do with having a totalitarian dictator than like they didn't like choose to only have five haircutters and like a five haircuts in like a democratic fashion in which they were really trying to achieve some kind of egalitarianness. It was like imposed. Yes, for sure. And that's no good either. Which is kind of tangentially related to only having things available, but just not from someone saying that you must. Like we're saying, you go back far enough, and it's like that's the the day close. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like you live in like your little village. There's like a democratic thing going on there. It's not there's not some kind of a dictator being like you will get executed if you don't have one through five haircuts. If you go to secret haircut number six, you die for that. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have that kind of a thing going on. They just all did it because that's just they were all hanging out together. And that's what that's what they knew. So, yeah, there's something I don't know. We're probably just romanticizing it. But there is something that seems kind of cool about being able to reveal your personality beyond, I guess what we're talking about now is like it's become political. It's all about like capitalism because they, now what we do is we kind of figure out ways to like get at quote unquote who we are by the commodities that we buy. But what we're both talking about is, is I think we try in our own little way to work against that. Good people to interview would probably be like private school kids or Catholic school kids too, or, you know, any school district that has a uniform because I think they try to, kind of do that they uh, it seems very much like they don't want you to express yourself but it's like they kind of want everybody to be represented on the same playing field so that they can represent themselves through other means which is kind of cool right it must have kind of been nice to never have to think about your clothes i don't know i don't think i would have hated that 
Yeah, me neither. I remember I remember kids bitching about that because they were talking about doing that in our school district. And I was like, all right, like right, that'll save me time in the morning. I don't care. Yeah, I would have worn a lot less IZOD. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us for another rousing episode of Let Me Ask You a Question. Why don't you dial in at 929-352-6173. Tell us about how you choose your clothes or how much you want someone to know about you by the clothes that you wear. I would be genuinely curious to hear that. What are you What are you trying to reveal? Uh, and in the case of EJ and I, I guess it's nothing, which, you know, is one take, but I feel there are many people that that will not be the answer for, and I'm kind of curious as to what they would say. So please dial in, or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at Pod, or you can send us an email at letmeaskyouaquestionpodcast at gmail.com. You can go on over to moot.tv, you can buy some swag. You can listen to the other podcasts. We got the Derek D. Dozen. We got White Wasabi. We got Kyle Mocha. Won't shut up. And you can go to Reddit. We have a subreddit that you can check out there. The questions go there. So if you want to actually hit us up there and, and start a conversation thread, I would be delighted to see that too. Uh, you know, any way to get up in here. Join the conversation. Nice. We got anything else? We good. We are great. All right. Nice work. I feel good about it. Yeah. Good work, everybody. We did all right. We could pat our we could pat ourselves. We can start sucking each other's dicks now. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear the phrase, let's not start sucking each other's dicks just yet? No. I love that phrase. I love it. When like people are getting all excited about something, I love that. It just it <laughs> just settles everything right down. <laughs> uh all right, I'll leave you with that. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. And until next time, this is Let Me Ask You a Question. Mood.tv. I don't really don't want my clothes to say, I've been working on a blood festival all day. I love that phrase.